0: Bowie versus Dillion Is this year when I'm glowy? Am I killing? I hope it's not a blowy or a villain oh, It's time for Bowie versus Dillian Hello there, welcome to Bowie vs. Dylan I'm Charlie and I like Bowie I'm Jake and I love Dylan And today we're talking about The year Actually it's an interesting year in Charlie and I's life It's the only year in the 80s Where we didn't exist together
1: What about 1980?
0: Well that's just the very end The, okay. le, the first full year The only full year
1: <laughs> I, think I remind the audience that we're brothers uh,
0: Oh yeah that's Jake. right
1: Jake was born in 1980 and I was born in 1982. Yeah, He's making a big thing about it. I'm expri- going to go gonna start waxing poetically about how great the world was in 1981 <laughs> as if he remembered it all before I was born in late 1982.
0: you'd be surprised how starkly clarified I remember 1981 and how <laughs> I cold, would, I there was, would be a by There was 19. just a there was just that a rosy, There was just a rosy haze upon everything pretty much. Uh-huh. Uh, and then you showed up, and it turned to it turned like brown, uh-huh. turned like a brown color. I'm not really sure yeah, how to describe yeah, it. Yeah.
1: Uh,
0: <laughs> Anywho, we're going to talk about Bob Dylan. Uh, we, we, we and both or agree it got much worse in
1: 1984 when our other brother
0: was born. Oh man, and that's such a worse year for for Dylan as well. 81. Oh,
1: <laughs> well, that's true, for, for
0: Bowie too. 81's bad, but it's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. We'll we'll find good, out boy, about good, that.
1: Good work, good work. Yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, you know, we did it's, not
1: have as bad of a year. as
0: the, It's relative, you know. It's very relative, but. But it's a thing. So, uh, Chaz, I'm gonna just I'm just gonna shoot it on over to you. I have nothing else clever and or silly to say. Let's hear about <laughs> let's hear about David Bowie in nineteen eighty one, eh? Let's do it. Yeah.
1: Let's rock it to the top of the charts in nineteen eighty one where Bowie had a
0: super quiet mellow year. Oh, cool, buddy, cool. He it was his
1: quietest year since nineteen
0: sixty eight. Wow.
1: He did not release an album this year. He didn't tour. He, I kind of just picture him like noodling on his front porch or something like, you know, guitar in his hand. it's probably not what he did because it he, doesn't sound like Bowie at all. Was
0: he whittling? But, Maybe whittling. Whittled,
1: oh, probably whittling. Oh, I, yeah. The, that's guess. a
0: Bowie thing for shit. Sure.
1: Whatever, whatever the super uh, metropolitan... Artsy-fartsy thing to, Like equivalents To whittling On your front porches. That's That's what
0: Boy was doing Writing reviews Of second-rate so Theater shows maybe
1: There That sounds pretty good Yeah I was picturing Making uh, conceptual art shows And posting them In your loft
0: Mmm Well that's That's for all time That's for all just, time
1: Just like half-baked Conceptual art I don't know I don't know If you did any of that stuff Here's what I do know What you did Listening Jake. to Laurie Anderson uh, What's
0: that? Listening to Laurie Anderson, maybe? Just on well, the porch? Well, listening
1: to Laurie Anderson... Well, he didn't collaborate with Laurie Anderson for a while until... I know,
0: but then. listening to her.
1: Oh, well, sure, probably. Probably. Having her over to your lofts.
0: Probably. Well, definitely. When, when you're
1: David Bowie in 1981, yeah. living in New York.
0: And speaking entirely uh, in non-sequiturs, for some
1: reason. <laughs> just like us.
0: <laughs> that's right what now. we're doing right now. <laughs> All right.
1: So, 1980 is a gigantic year for Bowie. So, we're actually going to pick up part of the end of 1980 and use it in 81, because it, 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 it goes into hey, So here's the deal.
0: That's like my story. So, oh, okay. A
1: little, little so, bit of me at the end of like 1980. like 1980, part two, <laughs> and then boring, 1981. All right, go ahead. So on. I kick things off with a something so great that it would win a whole ton of OB awards. <laughs> yeah, of Except course. Except that it's not off-Broadway, <laughs> it's on-Broadway. So oh, not boo!
0: Not eligible spent for the OBs.
1: The second half of 1980... Acting in a Broadway show. Oh. Well, way and to it know. bled into just Just barely into 1981. It was just the first few. Uh, I did right write down what day. I want to say it was like January 3rd or something. It was just barely into January. He was okay. still doing it. So that's how it does actually apply to this. But like points will go in 1980 because the of great bulk of it was then. Of course. But. Because there's so much other stuff to talk about in 1980. We'll, we'll get to that later. So, um, Bowie in 1980, he released Scary Monsters and Super Creeps. Yeah. His last last album in his gigantic, you know, golden years of 1969 to 1980. He's still doing fine stuff in 81 and 82 and, honestly, in 83. But, like, that was his last monumental, truly great album. Some people would say his last truly, like, monumental great album until 2016 when he released yep. black star. i heard And that. then promptly died. <laughs> uh... So he did all this He was all ready to tour And everything He had a You know Ashes to Ashes Was a giant hit Mm -hmm. Fashion was a pretty big hit And then he was all set to tour And instead he was asked To act in A Broadway production Of The Elephant Man
0: Oh yeah I heard about this Yeah Oh right It's
1: not a musical It's just a straight up It's funny because The show opened in 79 And actually won A Tony Award For Best Play In 1979 Wow With him in it No not not yet did not originate The role He wasn't in it Okay no, he wasn't in it then He didn't come in until Second half of 80 um, In 1981 also was The uh, David Lynch version The right. film of The, uh, the Elephant Man lot They had nothing to do man. with each other completely A lot of elephant men going around It just happened It just so happened Probably Bowie would have liked that The two he, I could see him I don't think he ever worked With David Lynch which seems like something he would have done
0: No way He had Well, David Lynch did David Lynch did um, Oh, that's right Twin, Twin Peaks. Peaks Yeah
1: Twin Peaks Okay, yeah It was just barely But yes Yeah, you're right Okay I swear right, that,
0: that he Peaks. You know, wasn't he on an, a soundtrack in 90 Like for um, Lost Highway or something like that too Oh, probably That yeah. sounds
1: about right I don't
0: know if that's working together But it's a thing
1: It's a thing Sure So anyway uh, Elephant Man The play Bowie was asked to be in it For a six-month engagement He was given 24 hours to decide Whoa. He had seen the show Like a year earlier And loved it Apparently I talked to the directors Like just kind of Talked to him At some point And uh, so he ended up Going for it Which is good for him He started out of town They tried him out In Denver And in Chicago Because there was a Touring production too, tour All over the place Before they brought him Back to you know Actual New York For the, for the, you know, the whole thing So some notable Things about this Is One of the big ones Is uh, The role was played Without makeup this is based on, mm. why did I write down the name of that guy, John uh, Merrick? That sounds I, about right. I don't
0: know. Sure. The actual <laughs> real life elephant yeah, man. the actual elephant man.
1: Um, I'm looking up super quick here. Joe, Joseph Merrick. Oh, he was called John Merrick. Hey, go me. Wow. John Merrick is <laughs> a real life um, elephant man. He lived in the Victorian era, died in 1890, it says. And he is notable. He was had very, very severe face and body deformities. Sure. And so he was in a freak show It was called the Elephant Man. And then um, a doctor, I don't know, saw the show or something. Ended up meeting him and taking him to a hospital instead to study him, but also to give him a better life. And he became something of a like celebrity because he's rather intelligent and rather articulate. And so, it was kind of a thing to do for some Victorian celebrities in London, was to come see him. Really? And, like, talk to him and stuff, yeah. yeah. That's interesting. But he died in 1890
0: at the age of only 27. Oh, wow, 27? He, yeah. The 27 hey. Club for the Elephant Man,
1: all right. And he, uh, oh, I suppose, I didn't even think of that. I
0: don't know. And he, Probably doesn't apply to him. mean, he
1: died because of, like, his own body it was so hard, difficult mm-hmm. to live. He had officially died of asphyxia. Mm-hmm. It was from his own body. Yeah. Like, he... It was great it's kinda of crazy. Anyway, yeah. notably the production, Broadway production of Elephant Man, there's no makeup. So this is Bowie plays John Merrick. And uh, he did it without any makeup. So he kind of like contorts. I saw some, some I found some pretty good video online. He kind of contorts his body and he talks the way that John Merrick would have because his tongue was weird and his mouth was weird, like everything was very strange in his body. Sure. So it's a very interesting, like very compelling portrayal. It is pretty well regarded as one of his best roles. Like, his notices, like, all the reviews for him, almost all of them are incredibly, ecstatically positive. Okay, So, go Bowie on that one. All right, Bowie. I, so I wish I could see it. That bet that, that would have been really interesting. Yeah, no doubt. But uh, that's what we did, the second half of the, the uh, of 1980. Bowie, I had one note, done Bowie, he, um... He, at one point in this interview I found says, Bowie admits his new album Was inspired by the elephant His new album being Scary Monsters and Super Creeps. Okay He admits his new album Was inspired by the elephant man uh, Except he finished recording it Before he even was asked To be an elephant man. <laughs> I see <laughs> But it's a total classic Bowie To just make stuff so, up So uh, absolutely something Like make some crazy connections between something He's like yeah That's exactly what I was doing
0: Absolutely When it doesn't
1: make any sense And the next person like, Makes some other connections He's like yeah That's exactly what I was doing And uh, that doesn't make any sense either Ah uh,
0: memory uh, Sweet memory.
1: So, coming up next in my 1981 hit parade. Oh yeah, is a half-baked uh, best-of album. Oh that really? I really? Didn't want made.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful.
1: I was thinking about this. Dylan. I like how Dylan has what four greatest hits albums.
0: Yeah, roughly. And that's it. Yeah, pretty much.
1: And they just cover periods, and that's it.
0: Yeah. Yep, there's mostly. like
1: 50 Bowie Best albums <laughs> <devos laughs> yeah. for some reason, I swear. I know. I, and so I don't even talk about them. A lot of them I've just not even mentioned. But there's a couple of them that are bare mentioning. This one, like, bears mentioning, but I'm not even going to put it up for points.
0: It's, so not even, it's, yeah, it's not even a thing.
1: Changes to Bowie, because there is a Changes One Bowie from 1976. That's which a classic. Rocks right? and roll. Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah, it's yeah. all killer, no filler. Totally. Changes to Bowie is some killer, some filler.
0: <laughs> little killer, little filler.
1: Little killer, little filler. So it was compiled without consulting Bowie. He was not asked what he wanted on this Greatest Tits album that was being released with his name on it. Okay. He was really, really at odds with his record label. Oh yeah, spirit. that sounds
0: familiar. And he familiar. was,
1: and that's part of the reason why he didn't release an album in '81 or '82 is he was waiting for his contract to end. He just didn't want to give them any more money or deal with them. So he kind of just held out, and then he was on a new label for in 1980, 1983 when he released, you know, the gigantic Let's Dance. But that's a big part of his, like, of what's going on. He was trying to get out of his management company. That was the one that was, like, Entertainment 720, who didn't know what to do with their money, <laughs> so apparently they would just, like, flush it down, gold plated toilets or something. They, were, I don't they know.
0: were literally printing their own money and but, having members of the Indiana then, Pacers And then burning that along with
1: real money. I don't know. I don't know what was happening over there. All kinds of stuff. Things were just bad. His, he officially was getting divorced in nineteen eighty. After many years of estrangement, um, fighting for custody of his kid in there, and there, sure. all kinds of stuff has
0: happened. Wow.
1: So they were just trying to milk the old Bowie Cash Cow one, you know, a couple more times here before they, and the writing was on the wall, I think. And so they just put this thing. So strangely, half of the tracks on changes to Bowie, four changes to Bowie.
0: Wait, wait. How many? Half, half the tracks are from changes. Half the
1: tracks are from okay. before when Changes One Boy was released.
0: Oh, so it's but, not
1: like Changes One Bowie has, you know, nineteen sixty nine to nineteen seventy six. Now this says, you know, yeah. seventy six to eighty one. No, it has like nineteen seventy to nineteen eighty. That's weird. That's weird. Also notable, they did not put the song Heroes on it.
0: <laughs> what, which was released a after
1: Changes One Bowie.
0: Okay, it was already like a phenomenon, or not a phenomenon, no, but like his song. No, not by a then. phenomenon,
1: but it was still a you know decently charting single.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. You'd think a greatest hit for sure.
1: Oh, you would, you would think so. And yet, not. I don't know. They didn't put they had any heroes on there. Uh, so that's changes to Bowie. Kind of going well. I'm going to bring this around full circle in bring just it. a minute. bring it. Next up on my hit parade for 1981 is there was a movie that had a cameo from Bowie in it. Called Christine F. It's a trueish story of a druggy teenager.
0: Oh,
1: uh, it was a German movie, and it's notable that the main character, the title character, is a huge fan of Bowie in the movie. I didn't watch the movie; I Whoa. only watched Bowie's cameo. Weird. Full disclosure. But apparently, it's kind of a harrowing tale of you know drugs and prostitution and all now, that
0: kind of stuff. Now, did this did this young lady had she ever heard tin machine and how they admonished
1: those things? <laughs> at this
0: time oh
1: i'm assuming as soon as she listens to uh, to crack city in 1989 she repented of her ways
0: oh okay so uh, she didn't know that those things were bad until she heard crack city probably
1: <laughs> you know this is probably the time when i'd say that i'm pretty sure she tragically died earlier in the 80s oh
0: man <laughs> oh. no jokes about that please no
1: jokes about charlie stop that. joking remember. about it i don't remember um I
0: don't
1: know Maybe not I don't remember <laughs> I don't know Anyway No no maybe she was still alive I don't know Anyway it sounds like it was, She wrote a book This real woman Wrote a book And then It sounds like That was kind of <laughs> fictionalized And then the book Was turned into a movie Which was more fictionalized So there's some kernels Of truth in there But who knows yeah, so but much you know I You know You know Anyway but she was a huge fan Of Bowie And so at one point In the movie She goes to see Bowie Perform Like goes to a concert Um and It's supposed to take place in 1976, but they just—he just did it in his current look then, and everything, and performed a song. I don't know. Uh, so I found that cameo of him, like it's just him on stage. Okay. Notably, they had to—they had filmed the entire movie in in Germany because it's a German film. They had to film this one concert part in New York because Bowie was on Broadway doing the Elephant Man in yeah. New York and couldn't go anywhere. So. And he
0: was horribly disfigured.
1: <laughs> well, remember no makeup, Jake. Oh yeah,
0: that's makeup. right. His face was so looking they filmed, funny. So
1: they they like uh, flew out a bunch of the production and, and some of the actors out to New York to film this one scene in New York with Bowie. Bowie would later use the exact same scene for his music video to Fashion. Another fun fact for you, Jake. I'm just throwing these all over the
0: place. I'm not going to remember that fun fact, but yes, <laughs> that's okay.
1: You. But someone out there in podcast land will ah yes, and they'll and they'll, they'll
0: thank you when they're falling asleep tonight.
1: That's right. They thank will, Thank you Charlie. You're
0: welcome <laughs> For that welcome. aside For that lovely aside For that little,
1: that little zesty nugget a
0: little zest- Thank you for the zesty nugget, Chaz that's,
1: that's, It's so zesty So anyway, I'm trying to get full circle back to oh, yeah. uh, Changes to and Bowie I'm, and I'm working on it And I'm that's impeding
0: you <laughs> oh my God. That's I'm you in do. your way I got
1: it Hey, just tell you me if you, you want me off welcome. the
0: podcast, Charlie Just tell me <laughs>
1: <laughs> So the soundtrack to Christine F is entirely made up of Bowie tracks,
0: Dylan songs. Oh, sorry, Bowie songs from
1: 1976 to 1979. Oh, station, okay. station, low heroes and lodger. Oh, uh, and those
0: are some a of couple tracks. those are some of my favorite albums by. Those him. are
1: my favorite albums, Jake. I know you're making fun of me, but they really are it's my favorite period of David Bowie. Come on, stop, Jake. Come
0: on. <laughs> oh, jeez. And
1: also including at least one track from the live album *Stage*, released in
0: 1978.
1: Mm. So. I am going to it here, Jake, that rather than Changes to Bowie, the official one, I feel like the Christine F soundtrack should just be posthumously made into Changes to Bowie.
0: Okay. All right. Because it, it picks up right after Changes one Bowie. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's going
1: to be some overlap between the last album. Station to Station would appear on both, but I'm okay with that. That's cool. Ooh, hey, We're doing whatever. this. Whatever. Khrushchev uh, has some kind of rare. It has heroes on it, though Italy it admittedly has the German version of heroes called Helden, because <laughs> Bowie, Bowie recorded German and French versions of heroes. In fact,
0: that's all. That is a fun fact.
1: Helden and heroes. Uh, the good. Soundtrack I'm just
0: saying Okay so Should we call up Whatever record company Bowie is now And tell oh, them Oh okay. yeah. Oh you did Okay great Oh yeah Did you get to the Did you get to the The Buckety Mucks Like the, the president they,
1: they wouldn't They wouldn't listen
0: to me Jay. Oh Well That's I guess that tracks I don't know why they would But okay <laughs>
1: Hey, I would like you guys to rewrite history of nineteen eighty and make a soundtrack <laughs> into this greatest head thing.
0: Oh hello, I'm Charlie from Bowie versus Dylan. <laughs> <Hey there.
1: laughs> hello. I'm the, the reincarnation of David Bowie.
0: Uh, why don't you why don't you do this and do that muckety bucks?
1: Except that I was born like thirty three years before we died. But here I am. <laughs> so yep. last up, Jake, I want to just lay down a basic
0: Okay. You wait, wait, hold on, hold on. You cut out for just a second there. What did you say? You want to lay down a what?
1: I said I want to lay down a quick baseline here for you. Oh,
0: thank you. Okay. You ready? Oh, I'm ready. I know what it is, but you go ahead.
1: Oh, I know, but I'm gonna do it anyway. Okay. Alright, here we go, 1981 Woo! This is the of 1981, one of Bowie's biggest songs, yeah. and one of the most iconic, exciting bass lines in history. One of history. Thank, Thank you very songs. much, Vanilla Ice. Thanks,
0: Vanilla. Thanks, V.
1: Under Pressure by David Bowie and Queen.
0: And also Queen.
1: And also Queen. All four or five, five I think there were five members of, at the time. Queen. I do All know. members of Queen.
0: You remember four Queen. Four or five,
1: whoever many. Whoever many.
0: Yeah. All of them. All Ricky of,
1: all, and, all of Queen. and the rest.
0: Yeah. Uh what's the, the guitar, no the guitarist's name he always he always gets mentioned Ray something Ray oh.
1: oh that sounds right.
0: Oh, I can see his big huge permy hair right now.
1: <laughs> oh, me too.
0: <laughs> anyway, he was Whenever like one a of the masters. Like
1: I think of the original theme song to Gilligan's Island Jake. <laughs> what? Do you remember do you remember okay. Do you remember <laughs> Gilligan's Island? The yeah. theme song where they you know they go through and they start naming off all the characters.
0: Yeah, like, sure. With
1: Gilligan.
0: The and Skipper
1: skip 2. To, bum, 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 bum. The millionaire. And, and his, his wife. wife. The movie star. And the rest. <laughs> They're on Gilligan's. But that was the original theme song to Gilligan's Island. There were only two more.
0: Yeah, but, and more. the it
1: rest. rest. <laughs> and so later on, they <laughs> yeah. change it. And they made it the professor and oh, like, well, see, see, the very Just people like, oh, see that's the last I know. two characters in this, in this show. That's what I feel like in situations like this where I can't remember. And the Party rest. And the rest.
0: that's for me. so I got a question. I got a quick question. <laughs> yeah. When do you think Gilligan's Island will completely leave the lexicon of culture? <laughs> Because we,
1: never, Jake. <laughs> we used to we
0: used to watch. It was still in syndication when we were home oh, yeah, from school. Oh yeah, we used school. to watch it. Um, But th- there's I'm no way. I
1: our entire life watching old TV shows. There's no way kids experiencing life.
0: Kids are watching Gilligan's Island right now. There's just this, It seems impossible to me.
1: Well, it's probably ready for an ill-advised comeback. I'm kind of surprised it doesn't have. Well, they already, already did that,
0: didn't they? Didn't they do a Gilligan's Island movie at some point?
1: Oh, I don't it was know. Horrible. Was it somewhere recent?
0: I think David Bowie I mean, There was like that David There was Boy like a was in witched it.
1: movie And was <clears> that I Dream of Jimmy movie did both of those Get movies recently I feel like that's right In that vein That's, like that's what I'm saying movie in the 90s, Brady
0: Bunch Did you say Brady Bunch
1: Brady Bunch in the 90s How come Gilligan's Island Didn't make it happen Well
0: I'm wondering If it did And it was just that bad
1: Oh I don't know That's possible
0: You know I heard That David Bowie was in it And he played Gilligan this is unsubstantiated. <laughs> it's true. He is <laughs> actually, or
1: possibly the movie
0: star. Dylan. Dylan was. One. Dylan was the captain for sure.
1: But not by not by the nineties. He wouldn't have crossed dressed for it to be the movie star by the nineties.
0: Yeah, he's settled down by then.
1: Yeah, he did. It's true. It's true. Yep. So anyway boom boom boom. Okay, so
0: Yeah, hit me with Hit me with some That stuff
1: Here's some, here's some sweet facts Alright So Bowie was at Some studio in Switzerland Whose name I can't remember But I should Because Bowie recorded there a lot Okay Recording actually A collaboration with Giorgio Moroder
0: Oh yeah, sure
1: That would not actually Be released until 1982 Oh <laughs> And so Bowie's in the studio Working on this And uh, Queen happened to be there Working on their album Hot Space Hot space? Like, that's right. I didn't write any. I did not didn't take many wow. Notes today. Apparently. This is
0: so. This is unlike you.
1: I know. You I say. don't know. I Apparently, phoned it in a little bit. <laughs> that's all right. It's okay. I got all the main stuff. So, and Bowie, they just kind of ran into each other, you know, because they're both working at the same big studio. And uh, one thing led to another. Hey, you know and, what that means? Uh,
0: hey, you know what I'm ended talking up about? In the
1: studio recording one of their biggest songs. So, them.
0: who wrote the song? Did they already? They it? wrote it
1: together. They wow. both wrote. It. So, I got a couple yeah, a couple notes here. It was recorded very quickly. They did not collaborate much. Apparently, they didn't get along super well. <laughs> um, Shocking. One of the members of Queen, one of the, and the rest, mentioned, you know, something like, uh, you know, you had five, five precocious, li- wait, are Queen British? They're British, right? No? Oh, yeah. Wait.
0: Yeah, they're British. For sure. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah I don't know. Why, I what's going on here, Jake? I think
0: they're bohemian, but go ahead.
1: Bohemian? <laughs> well, clearly. <laughs> So you got five precocious lads there, and then you got David, who is precocious enough for all of us. Oh, snap. So, no one can remember quite who came up with the bass line. Oh, it seems man. to come down to either being the bass player from Queen or Bowie. One of the two of them came up with that iconic bass line. Okay. No one's really sure. All right. um, they did work on a couple other songs, but nothing else like became anything. Nothing really got anywhere. Um, Bowie did oh. record backup vocals for one of the songs that ended up on. Queen's next album, also. This is the only one that really came to anything. Oh, it did Um, it ever. It did it ever, exactly. Now, when it came to vocals, um, because both Freddie Mercury, I mean, it's it's a true duet. Like, they're not a duet. I know the two of them are like battling each other half the time. They're singing over each other and like out. I don't know. They're they're just doing it, the two of them together. They're doing the thing. Apparently, the vocals were largely recorded separately. Oh, really? Without them knowing what the other person was singing. That seems such like, a big
0: Bowie idea They have a such, a, this
1: they have such like a back and Brian forth Eno. What's that? I yeah. know it does yeah. so I don't know if they went back then If they just recorded it and then went back and figured stuff out But they Over-dubbed. were doing like Bowie and, and Mercury each had their completely their, their own ideas uh, Apparently Bowie was not wild about like the Scat style that, that Freddie Brought to it and how yeah. they weren't related lyrics it's He's <laughs> just doing like Ba
0: ba ba
1: Yeah yeah Meanwhile, Bowie's being super socially conscious. I mean, this is like, it's almost tin machine lyrics, to be honest.
0: Oh, I haven't even—I don't even know the lyrics, to be honest. <laughs> under
1: pressure, under pressure. Pressing down on me, pressing Pushing down, down on, on, you. on you. Oh man, let's do Under pressure. Ba-da-ba. I don't remember all the lyrics. I don't either. People on streets, and people on streets. I don't know do ba do da ba do da do ba that battle, That was, that was Mercury
0: This is our second so, This is our uh, second Or fifth foray Into copyright infringement Of the podcast So just
1: settle down It's a small enough section <laughs> is Only it? gonna drive people To buying Under pressure yet again
0: Oh yeah Those that have not Discovered it for some reason
1: It did So Bowie You know Did not hear this problem With his record label Um so it kind was of, kind of easy to decide what to do with this song when they're ready to release it. So they just stuck it on Queen's upcoming album, because then Bowie didn't have to give it to his record label. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So with that, though, it ended up being, you know, it's always credited to Queen and David Bowie. Right. Queen goes first because of all that, which, you know, it's not a big deal. Um, it was a big hit. Also, there's a really sweet video. Have you seen the video for this?
0: I don't think I have. Maybe. Oh, you uh, know what? I think I have.
1: Okay, well I'll describe it and it might, it might come back to you here. Alright. Because it does not feature anybody. Yeah. It doesn't that's feature right. Queen or that's any of right. them or, or Bowie. It doesn't mean there are any of them in there. And I don't know if that was an are just an artistic choice or if they couldn't all get together in the same place. It's probably a combination of that. But Bowie's uh, common video director at the time, David Mallet, did it. He was entirely stock footage.
0: Yes. So there's almost right.
1: like stock footage of silent films and like silent horror films, like Nosferatu is in there yeah. quite a bit. Uh, I wanna say that the Cabinet Doctor Calgary gets in there.
0: I don't know what that and is.
1: there's all those like movie stars doing different stuff and then it's, especially as it goes on, it's spliced in with uh like images of buildings exploding and all kinds of stuff happening. And then towards the end, it becomes like this hippie scene. There's like these images of people at rock concerts and stuff, like kind of getting together. It's a really awesome video,
0: yeah, and
1: very unexpected. And I don't, I wouldn't find anything about like what the impression of the video was at the time, but it's so much different than what videos were like. You know, videos were still largely just you know musicians standing in front like singing, just you know lip syncing on a stage. It it just looks like a boring concert, right? Um, And this was so different than I mean, Bowie's music videos were. We were by this time pretty gigantic earlier year, and his was is actually one of those gigantic music videos that changed the scene <laughs> anyway this one was really cool and i really like it so cool and i didn't write it down but because apparently i was phoning it in this one you are but uh that's all i got so let's do uh you're in here
0: okay you're in here coming so right up
1: you're in here is 1981, 1981. He hasn't changed this year much he didn't do much in uh I'm dropping my phone. Uh, it's pretty like normcore. They <laughs> couldn't have anything too crazy extreme for Elephant Man. It doesn't of feel course. like he really changed. It. That was in 1980 almost entirely. It doesn't feel like he really changed anything much in 1981. It just looks pretty normal. Like it has not changed much since uh, since 1977, really. Okay. So just kind of like a normal normal looking guy. Just a guy. You know, still, it's not like well, it's not, a little bit shaggy. Like doesn't look like he got a haircut super recently. A little longer in the back than I would go, but you know, that's okay. And otherwise it's just it's just hair. I don't know. It's, it's hair. It's not super long.
0: Hair, hair, beautiful hair, hair. It's just hair.
1: It's just hair, hair, and beautiful so, hair. It being a completely normal haircut is pretty good for him. So yeah. I'm gonna give it uh three point five. <laughs> Great.
0: <laughs> you sure you don't want to um, go like I'm uh ninety seven. You you don't want to go like three point seven five on that, do you? <laughs> Are you sure?
1: I, I could I could do three point seven five. Alright, we're gonna put it
0: we're gonna put it for a three point seven five <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is my most arbitrary point system for sure. Oh, we discussed it don't last even time. I didn't try to make it make sense.
0: It's it's amazing, it's amazing. It actually makes the most sense by making the least sense.
1: <laughs> All right, so it's I'm the a, most subjective out of anything we're trying to do. It's how good Bowie's hair is.
0: And was yet, the, the most objectively subjective. I want to say,
1: <laughs> but mostly it's subjectively objective. James. Yes, mostly. Mm. Uh, mm. <laughs> <laughs> bum, 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 bum. When things get off, I'm, <laughs> from now on. I'm just going to start. Oh, I didn't mention too much about Vanilla ice.:
0: Yeah, you don't have should to just, do that.
1: She was talking about really: no,
0: no, no, talk about him later. Okay. Talk All about right, him I'll in 1990. Him what was that year?' 91, 92 when that happens?:
1: it's, um, It was originally released in 1989, but it wasn't released as a single until 1990.:
0: Okay, 1990.
1: But, Jay, yeah. can we at least
0: uh-huh. no. recognize
1: the fact that his real name is Robert Van Winkle?
0: <laughs> Robert Van Winkle?
1: Rob Van Winkle. Is, hey, Rob. Is vanilla Ice's real name.
0: Hey, Vanilla. Also, can
1: we also recognize the fact that in the late 80s, yeah. if you're a white rapper, you had to somehow reference that in your very rapping name. Like, you had to be Vanilla. You had to be Vanilla. so everybody knew but this also is the white
0: but also ice also i just want to say ice. that i don't know how many years ago this was now and i don't know if he's still doing it but he became a little bit of a like an HGTV star like a, a home like a, like a home improvement like the property brothers before the property brothers like he would, I don't know what he would do, but he would go and, you know, fix up houses or find people houses and he was, you know, like Vanilla Ice finding you a house oh or something. Oh, man. Yeah. Van
1: Winkle, you can help me find a house anytime
0: V-dub, get it. V- <laughs> V-dub,
1: you get it. Oh, man. It. I think our next episode is going to be 100% about Vanilla Ice. We
0: are not going to do that. That is a lie. Boy
1: versus Dylan, Vanilla
0: Ice Edition. <laughs> the V-I-Dish.
1: Jake, that would be... Nice, nice baby. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs>
0: I'm just picturing Jim Carrey running around pretending to be vanilla ice and like throwing his shoes up in the air. And stuff.
1: <laughs> that's funny because I was thinking of. Uh, that's hilarious. Of that Batman movie had, uh, all the, where Aaron Schwarzenegger was Mr. Freeze and there were all the terrible. Oh, parts. yeah.
0: That's nice, good too. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. I don't think they were in the same one
1: though. I think <laughs> those two different horrible Batman movies. <laughs> I think Jim Carrey was in a different one. Yeah,
0: he was in three, and um, he was in
1: three. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And yeah, it, was it was four. Was Batman vs. Robin is where Schwarzenegger does everything he says is an ice pun. All ice
1: to meet you.
0: I am cold. How about you? <laughs> <laughs>
1: And the next, okay, the next episode of No the one after that is about incredible acting
0: chops <laughs> of iron Schwarzenegger. Oh, man, can I just, this is a terrible tangent, but we don't have that much to talk about. <laughs>
1: but we're already way out When there, I so visited, why, why stop ourselves now?
0: I visited a college one time. I went on college uh-huh. visits, you know, before I, you know, while I was in high school.
1: Yeah, I pe- went on a lot of them with you.
0: Yeah, that's right. We went on road trips and such. And actually, I think it was Knox, the college I ended up going to. Um, but I stayed over with uh, with a gentleman who was like a junior or a senior, and okay. I, I I found it awkward to you know try to talk with him. We didn't really we didn't really it's not that we didn't get along because I get along with most people, but we weren't we weren't connecting for Second. any reason. Yeah, I don't get along with you at all, which is why I anyway. talk with you for hours every week. <laughs> About this stupid podcast This is all
1: about the money, Jake
0: <laughs> Yeah, exactly And as
1: soon as we start making money Then we'll This we'll is
0: Strictly right. Business <laughs> Strictly Anyway Anywho um, I was Keep telling your pedantic story <laughs> It's gratuitous Not pedantic It's, it's tedious gratuitous, gratuitous It's very gratuitous story. It has nothing to do with anything It's apropos of nothing uh, I was it's trying to sequitur. We we started talking about Batman movies and I thought I was going to, like, you know, have a moment with them because everyone in the world hates Batman and Robin, and they definitely did it Well, time. yeah. So I was like, oh, man, does that movie stink. And he's like, well, he totally well actually me. He's like, well, actually. <laughs> um, that's the most, like, the comic book, and Joel Schumacher is a genius for making that movie. It's totally underrated. Wow. I was like, I have to leave. I can't do this right now.
1: <laughs> All right, I'm going to keep going one more step before we get back. Okay. Because... My older roommate, Warren, who may ever... I don't know if he listens to the show or not, but... Uh,
0: I remember Warren well.
1: Warren, oh, he was great. He was the best. But he has a... He has a like, some people appreciate wines, you know? Mm-hmm. He appreciates bad movies. Like, this is what, oh. you know? He's, he's like, He, whenever they're ready to, for a new host for Mystery Science 33,000, he, he could be in there. He's on it. It's just And so I... You know, every, like, birthday or Christmas i ever got, if I got him a gift, it would always be, like, some terrible movie and so one year i bought him Batman and robin in a, like ridiculous deluxe edition which yeah. is still really cheap because i don't know if everyone
0: hates that movie yeah
1: so we listened to the whole we watched the whole thing together uh with commentary oh
0: nice. and at one
1: point joel schumacher apologizes for the movie
0: <laughs> as he darn well he straight
1: should. up like he's like okay look you know i know there are a lot of people who didn't like but you don't don't, don't blame the actors Don't blame Blame me Okay I'm sorry Alright
0: Just blame me I'm sorry <laughs> That's so you know, great
1: we're, we're going, like, We were blaming you all along Are no, you
0: seeing this I know everyone else. thinks It's your fault it's
1: clearly your fault
0: Yeah when they show That picture of You know everyone's crotch Like for th- Three uncomfortable minutes <laughs> That's you man Shouldn't do that Oh Bad this nipples This was an
1: ice tangent
0: <laughs> This was a very Ice tangent <laughs> Oh man. Hey, should we talk about David uh, David Bowie or Bob Dylan?
1: Well I'm cool with talking about David Bowie. I don't know what that other guy Well I'm
0: gonna talk about
1: I'm gonna talk about
0: what you say? I'm gonna talk about I'm gonna talk about uh B. Dylan. B. Dylan. B. Dylan. Um Chess, I want you to picture yourself.
1: Can you? I'm picturing myself. I okay. picture myself watching Batman and Robin in nineteen eighty one somehow through time travel.
0: Yeah. The, it would have blown people's minds in 1981. <laughs> I
1: hated it then too.
0: Picture yourself hearing but it me. It would
1: have made so many millions of dollars.
0: Picture yourself hearing me on previous podcasts, you know, joking, half joking about Dylan yeah. falling off a yacht in the 1980s. Okay.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: All right. Please
1: now, tell me he actually fell off a yacht I, w-
0: <laughs> I want you to picture yourself in 1980 and 1981, and you're Bob yeah. Dylan, and you have uh-huh. been divorced for a number of years, you know, three or four yes. years now. And you're one of the biggest rock stars in the world, but right. um, you have be- turned into a Christian, and you have alienated yes. oh, everyone. Yeah. You have alienated all by, your old by fans. By yelling at them about
1: how they need to be more Christian. That's right,
0: by being really yep. self-righteous and um, on stage all the time and releasing, uh-huh. and releasing a trio of albums with diminishing critical returns. Uh-huh. Um, the third of which you released in 1981, which we'll talk about. But okay. you, are, you are on a... Uh, let's see, what did they call it? an updated schooner uh, that's a type of boat and you are in the caribbean you're you're riding a boat in the caribbean okay yeah it's not a yacht but it's some sort of luxury schooner
1: okay we're there close yep
0: okay and you're sailing in the caribbean and you think to yourself i gotta write some new songs here's the song i'm thinking of what should i call it you call it caribbean wind can you picture yourself doing that?
1: <laughs> yeah, I know it's blowing through my my uh, curly hair.
0: Your curly, my curly
1: bushed up hair. Your bushed up hair.
0: Yep, you didn't shave for a few days because you're on a schooner. Uh-huh. On a schooner, as we. As right. We, okay, right. but you're thinking to yourself, man, I should be less evangelical and I should be more uh, apocalyptic. I wonder if I should do that.
1: <laughs> Probably. And nothing says apocalypse like like the Caribbean. <laughs> so
0: like Caribbean wins. Now you also think to yourself. I'm Bob Dylan. I'm writing a song called Caribbean Wind, and it's actually kind of a banger. It's actually really good. Okay. And I'm, I'm gonna play it in my concert in 1981, and I'm gonna work uh, it up. You out. know what I'm
1: gonna do, Jake? I'm we- gonna leave it off the album.
0: And that's exactly what you're gonna do. Yes. You don't wanna. You don't I wanna put do a good. S- you don't wanna put a good song on an album. Why would you do that? No, especially not
1: the best song. I'm Bob and Dylan. That's the best song I recorded in the session. No way is it making it. Don't you know who I am? I'm Bob <laughs> Dylan. It can show up in a uh, bootleg series thirty it years later.
0: It did it. It showed up in nineteen ninety one, so only ten years later.
1: Oh, oh yeah. man, that's not too bad.
0: I know. In eternity though, for all of those But you know, uh the the version on the bootleg series volume one through three is really rough. It's like a uh, it's not it's not demo quality, but it's not far off. So apparently okay. there's several other versions out there that are that are much stronger. I haven't I haven't heard any of them. But let me tell you something, Chaz. You're you're still Bob Dylan. I just wanna cut you're picturing yourself. You're still on the I boat, am. like all this past, future, the, the, the and wind, present. The
1: Caribbean wind's still flowing through my bushy, it's, bushy hair.
0: It's swirling through you, and you're. It's like the ghost of Christmas, whatever.
1: I'm wearing a Hawaiian shirt. It's unbuttoned.
0: I just want to. Congrat- I want to congratulate you for writing a good song in
1: 1981. <laughs> way to <it> go, man! <laughs> thanks, thanks, guy. Hey, way to go! Oh, thank you so much.
0: Oh, no what problem. No problem. I'm, I'm,
1: <laughs> a... Hey,
0: hey, it was. Uh... Hey, ooh. <laughs> Hey, that's not too bad.
1: Hey, oh, I don't care. I don't care if you like me or anyone likes me at all.
0: Yeah, that was less good.
1: That wasn't very good. No. I was that was combined with talk. something else. He was trying to say words he was thinking, like, I don't care if anyone cares about yeah, me. Hey,
0: yeah, now you got me doing it. Shut up, Charlie. <laughs> Shut up. Okay, so he went into the studio to record a album called... <laughs> Caribbean Wind. <laughs> no, it's so much worse than Caribbean Wind. No, that would have been bad. What it was called is "Shot of Love."
1: Shot of love. I don't know if I've ever heard a more eighties title to anything than "Shot of Love."
0: Yeah, but here's the thing: like, he wasn't trying to write a crappy love song like he did for the rest of the eighties. Oh. Like, it was a sure. It was a more like empirical love. It was more like love, you know, love of humanity. I need a shot of love, you know. It was it was still loosely connected. Give me
1: ten cc's of love.
0: Give it to me. Uh, actually, there is a line in there about how he went to the doctor and they prescribed love or something. It's that's not that's not that's not that's not a joke. And yet it's isn't somehow not as bad as it sounds, but it's as bad as it sounds. <laughs> now that kicks off the album. That was also his first single off the album. Um, yeah. His second single off the album Shot of love. I just want to point out. That we uh, we talked about knocked out loaded from 1986, and we uh, we lovingly referred to it as KOL or Cole. Uh-huh. Uh
1: huh.
0: This is this is similar. Shot of Love is SOL.
1: Which SOL.
0: In the we parlance to of, it
1: also can stand for something else.
0: Exactly, and I think we all know what that is. Uh uh-huh. I think we're all. If you don't.
1: S- you go ahead and look it up at home. We try to keep try to keep the show. You know. Appropriate for playing while doing the dishes yep. And your kids are playing next room. And if you
0: can't find it on Google Well then you're straight poop out of luck Let's just say Well then
1: you are S-O-L my friend You are
0: S-O-L friend Go look it up again Try Bing <laughs> this time I'm sure it's, I'm sure it's there
1: <laughs> Ask, Is Ask Jeeves still around? Just try that <laughs> one <evidence>. Ask
0: Jeeves <laughs> uh, What about Vista? What was the one? No that was Alta a, Vista Alta Vista
1: <laughs> Infoseek. <laughs>
0: You know, people say monopolies are bad, but I—I'm just glad there's just Google now. Why?
1: Why not? You know? <laughs> and Bing.
0: Well, yeah, no, logic, but there's not, no. it's not. It's <laughs> got like
1: seven percent of web traffic or something.
0: <laughs> That's so great. It
1: puts it in pretty solidly as the number two search engine.
0: Way but to go, Bing. 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 Uh, Bob Dylan did a world tour. In 1981, back when he wasn't, Woo. this wasn't part of the never-ending tour, so this was kind of a right. kind of a big deal. We already talked about. It's part
1: of an ending tour.
0: Yeah, he had done one in seven. No, maybe it was just 1980. I'd have to look back. Anyway, this is the end of the Christian trilogy. Um, so he's moving away a little bit from the from the the right wing Christian um, singing and uh, songwriting, but he's st- it's still there. Like his album. Yeah. I'm going to play a game with you later about about SOL that we can, that we can enjoy <laughs> together. Oh man, I'm so really tired of that. He Keep toured, going. he toured the world, he did 54 concerts, which is half of what he does every year now, which is weird. Jeez. But it was a big deal at the time. Um, uh, although, you know, he was starting to lose, he was starting to lose momentum, um, in terms of, you know, people coming to his concerts, because they were like, oh, not this again, with the, with the, <laughs> with the whole Christian uh, thing. Uh, 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 a bit of tragedy to discuss, in Avignon, France, while the while the band was rehearsing and doing sound check, a member of the crowd fell into the electrical cables before the first song and caused total power loss and also perished instantly. Ow. Now, while this was happening, that apparently apparently Bob Dylan and his band, not the band, but his band, um, didn't know that was happening and they just thought the power was out. So they improvised uh. some sort of like uh, you know, acoustic jam session for a while until the power came back on, not knowing that this had happened. But uh-huh. it, at the same concert during this very same time while the power was out, in a separate incident, somebody fell off a balcony and killed themselves as well. Dang. Isn't that weird?
1: Dylan concert.
0: I know. Listen, and so this,
1: I, this podcast unironically goes out to the people killed in Bob Dylan concerts.
0: Yeah. and totally, and totally unrelated incidences. I think... I think that's the only time Unless there's another one That I haven't read about But I think that's the only time One of his concerts You know Had tragedy Elements to it But the show went on I, Like I said I don't think they knew That it happened They didn't even know about it They didn't even know They didn't even know Dang Now well, on, a, on a lighter note I have a Fun little Multiple choice question For you Chaz Oh lay it
1: on me Okay You haven't had one For a few episodes I feel like
0: Didn't I have one last time No I didn't No uh, you didn't I did yeah, that's right. Well, you had the game show, which was a blast. I did. Have,
1: I had the full blown game show until
0: I started finished. losing, and then it wasn't so fun anymore. No. <laughs> that's
1: how games work?
0: <laughs> you mean you don't win Just every like game when you we play? Were kids, so I'm,
1: I don't want to play anymore.
0: <laughs> no, that was you. That wasn't me. That
1: yeah, was Mike. We all agree
0: it was Mike. Yeah, that was Mike. Oh, meatball. <laughs> we love you so much. No. This goes out to me, this goes out to Mike, even though he doesn't know what a podcast is. <laughs> Never listen to whatever. No, and he never will. Okay, <laughs> even though he's uh, in. So, um, okay, uh, all right. Here's my multiple choice question. Right, so our good we. friends at Rolling Stone magazine were really, you know, they have their guys, and Dylan was a guy. Uh, oh yeah. And so, um, you know, just as an example, Rolling Stone gave "Shot of Love" uh, three point five when it first came out out of a possible five. Okay. And then in the Rolling Stones album guide, which came out in like the year two thousand, they they downgraded it to a two So they're always yeah okay. They're always very excited when a Dylan album comes out, and they want to sure sure. They want to they want to build it up and be like he's back, you know. Yeah, yep. So they went and reviewed his concert. I guess they caught wind that he wasn't he wasn't being quite so Christian anymore, although still a little. Uh-huh. And so they did a series of descriptions attached to songs. I'm going to read you five of them. One of them is fake, one of them I made up But the rest are in this article Okay, okay. Your job, should you choose to accept it Is to figure out which one What if I choose
1: one. not to accept it? Are you going to not read
0: them? You're going to have fun, I promise
1: Okay, alright, I guess I'll okay. You want to go I'll for choose to it? accept it Okay. Yeah, All okay, right. I mean, I'm curious as to what you would do if I said no But I'm, I'm going I mean, to say yes
0: anyway box number, I actually want to. box number two is I just, you know, continue talking about Shot of Love, I guess Is that something that interests <laughs> Please. you? Please I think you're referring to S.O.L. S.O.L. <laughs> so you might be S.O.L. if you choose box number two.
1: Okay, all right, give
0: it to me. Let's okay, to A. Uh, they described the version of knocking on heaven's door as the incandescent rock reggae version. <laughs> yeah, all right. Okay, okay. Uh, uh, option B. Uh, like a rolling stone, they described as a, st- a sustained burst of excited supplication. <laughs> These are great okay okay uh, option C for the song Mr. Tambourine man they described it as being in a syncopated mariachi style Okay all right all right uh, we're up to option D now this is for blowing in the wind It is the swaggering updated alacrity of blowing in the wind okay and, Okay and the last one, Option E, this is for the uh, this is for the song Slow Train Coming, which was off his nineteen seventy-nine album. The vestigial Semitic Modality of Slow Train Coming. Which one did I make up, Chaz? These are these are all in there except for one.
1: Oh man. Okay. Um, yeah. I'm gonna go with blog in the web. Oh you're right!
0: How'd you know? Yeah No way. Well, How'd you know?
1: It's, I'm inside your
0: head. Oh man, I can't believe it. These are so right, well, ridiculous. How would, why would someone <laughs> describe anything as the vestigial Semitic modality of anything? <laughs> I
1: don't know. Semitic, I don't
0: know. vestigial Semitic modality.
1: Yeah,
0: that's crazy. Too? Somebody got out there at the <laughs> What is
1: Semitic about that song?
0: Well, it, I, I guess
1: vestigially Semitic is it. I mean, well, vestigial you know,
0: means you know, old and forgotten. All right, and, all right, all right, all right. Modality is a Jesus. musical term, I guess. It. Well, I'm just. I'm just. You it's know, so I'm going. I'm the,
1: just like trying to. You know, think like.
0: I'm going through the fate. The phrase here, Chaz. I'm not. I'm not. I don't you know, know. okay. All
1: right. To, <laughs> well, you know, that sounds like a fabulous article. Yeah, like I read it. Stone.
0: It actually wasn't. But none,
1: even, of, but none of its readers knew what was going on. It
0: actually that. wasn't that long. That was cool. It was just. It was just overly flowery. Uh, well, doesn't, it
1: doesn't need to be long, right, Jake? When you use, you know, $10 words.
0: Every <laughs> oh, these are like, words. these are $100 words, some of these. That's
1: like 10 words packed into one right there.
0: How can you have a sustained burst of excited supplication? Supplication is not <laughs> exciting.
1: Or maybe someone really didn't know what they're talking about. It's just think... like to long words. hoping think... It made sense and made them sound smart and.
0: I think somebody yeah, got kind of uh, somebody got uh, bumped up to chief editor after they did this.
1: They're like you shouldn't write anymore. <laughs> or they got fired, one or the other.
0: <laughs> oh there was a there was a there was a, a nice a nice uh, a nice hint of the England versus America thing during this too, where America hated it and England was like, Yeah, it's pretty good. The whole tour. <laughs> yeah, we like it. Although he did start oh, okay, he did start in England, and he started out strong, and by the end he was bummed out and tired. And so,
1: which also seems pretty common for Dylan.
0: Um, also, in several publications, and not just Rolling Stone magazine, Dylan was praised for his vocal delivery during this tour. Whoa! I know! <laughs> which, that's usually the opposite as well, so, I mean... So, don't,
1: don't, did the live tracks of this show up on that recent Christian Trilogy bootleg series? Oh
0: yeah, totally. Tons okay. of okay. Oh, yeah, I
1: thought that was mostly live stuff.
0: It is. It's all live stuff. Oh,
1: okay. All live stuff. Okay. Yeah, which right. is,
0: again, why I did not get the super deluxe edition of it. I, uh, yeah, I, know, I can I, only take some. I don't. I
1: don't think uh, you're just not, you're not a true fan. Yep. Yeah, no, that's, it. It. Just that's not, it. You don't really care that's about it. Bob
0: Dylan. Yeah, speaking of which, aren't you going to be picking up this seven-album <laughs> version of these old and sometimes crappy-sounding demos from David Bowie? <laughs> you... uh, yeah, I know. This is... Yeah.
1: This is you well, this episode won't go for. A while. I don't think I'm gonna buy it in. Uh, oh. the seven-inch box set. <laughs> I'm gonna wait until they said right in the press release that maybe it'll be released in the formats later on.
0: That means for sure. It always it'll get be. gets
1: released in later formats later on, anyway. So I'm just gonna hold up for that. So you're
0: not a true fan, got it? Check. Uh, uh I yeah, guess a <laughs> hype.
1: I don't need to fight this, Jake. Uh,
0: I, yeah, I, no, you didn't. I you didn't start it. You didn't buy it at all. You Jake. didn't start it or anything at. Oh. I bought the two-disc fan-friendly version, and I read all
1: of the it's essays. Like
0: I read all of them. Eight
1: more discs out there, Jake.
0: There it is release, be right? Yeah, no. And
1: thanks. a DVD. I was like, there was a DVD too.
0: No, you thank can, you. You can watch Dylan falling Ooh. off
1: a yacht in real time.
0: <laughs> no way, man. He was getting on the yacht in 1981. <laughs> oh, well, he wasn't falling off watch yet. him getting
1: on the yacht in real time. Oh, he was getting. Year.
0: He was boarding the yacht. <laughs> On the board! Bob Dylan. Boom, boom,
1: boom, uh, boom, 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 there was a boom, high... Boom, boom,
0: boom, 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 boom. There was a high point in the world tour at Earl's Court in London. The, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, that seems to be the big winner from the tour. Everything good that happens to Dylan in the 80s and possibly the 70s and even the 60s happens in London, pretty much. Okay. Yeah, and... Oh, oh here's a good one. Uh, it is a
1: little ironic that, like... <coughs> Dylan... American ends yeah. up with some of his greatest success And greatest stuff happens They, they loved England. him there
0: more 50% more all the time English yeah.
1: ends up like Spending most of his time in America mm-hmm. And most of his poor stuff happens over there That's interesting
0: I think we might just be too harsh on our native sons I think that might let's be
1: Let's just there. mull one over, over for a little while
0: mm, Let's stroke our chins for a sec Stroke
1: oh, I'm stroking mm. it All right all right. You got uh, more, or what's going on here?
0: I got one more. I got one more aside for you. Uh, a little nugget. A little. This is a zesty nugget, and you'll you'll Kay. appreciate this. This is actually Kay. comes a little bit close to um, sort of relating to Bowie, but not really. Okay. In Michigan, Bob Dylan brought on his childhood friend Larry Keegan, who was uh, wheelchair bound for reasons I can't remember right now. But anyway, they, this was a lasting friendship that Dylan had. And he was living there. Wait, has Mich- lasting
1: friendships. Yes. him. I mostly from kind of mostly from
0: Minnesota, to be honest, which is well, crazy. Because
1: Minnesota's the greatest state in this in this great country.
0: I can't believe you're saying that. Being from Wisconsin, how dare you?
1: Uh-huh. I live in
0: Minnesota. I hear you. Anyway, you also
1: left Wisconsin, uh, many years earlier than me. So,
0: <laughs> well, but then I came back, but then I left again. And then you, you also
1: that? left again earlier than me, a couple <laughs> years said, earlier.
0: That's than true. Me. <laughs> Uh, okay, Dylan uh, brought his friend on to sing And play some guitar And he played saxophone for some reason During this song
1: Dylan did?
0: Yeah, Dylan doesn't know how to play I didn't saxophone Because he, he can't But he did anyway <laughs> I guess he practiced it I don't know don't, I didn't, don't judge me Awesome, nice one Nice one, Bob Don't judge me Okay, uh, I have I have quite a lot to talk about in points So I think I'm going to pass it on to you I. All right, we're well, heading... I don't
1: have a lot. To yeah, okay. Because there are not a lot of points. Give it to us. It's all singles, Jake.
0: 19 singles. singles. Settle info. 19
1: and a half
0: singles. 19 and a half singles.
1: Uh, we're going to... Okay, Elephant Man, I'm saving for 1980 because the great bulk of his performance there was from 1980, not <laughs> 81. Love it. Uh, changes to Bowie, not giving any points to that. Okay. Uh, Christine F. Soundback, all of it was... Some of it was rare, but all of it had been previously. I'm not giving any points to that. Okay. So it comes down to four singles
0: okay great. Oh, this is the easy. first
1: two are, are still left over from his 19, or 19, uh, Album scary monsters. Okay, uh, the first one is scary monsters. Yeah, and the second one is up the hill backwards We're gonna do those two together. They're both from Scary monsters. Scary monsters is an amazing album yeah. Both those albums both those songs are awesome songs I'm trying to be a little more like discerning, a little be a, a little harder, a little harsher on singles. Okay. So I'm gonna give them. Either <laughs> they're both great songs. Neither one of them like were giant hits. You know, you don't. I'm sure you've never heard either of these songs before.
0: Scary monsters. I'm gonna
1: give them both half. i mean, I'd give them half point each on these guys. Okay. Definitely worthy of points, but you know. We'll
0: hold sure. Them. Makes sense.
1: Uh, another one is "Wild as the Wind" is oh. a single from Changes to Bowie. Okay. It was, it's an awesome song It was recently by me, crowned as his best cover I was just gonna say, did. that
0: sounds familiar
1: Yeah, so it was our, it was the, I gave it number one cover In our 20th episode extravaganza Which was three episodes ago mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, uh, but I also have a little, a little problem With them releasing singles from like many years previously Yes So I feel like that cost it a little bit So that one would clearly be a one Had it been released like in 76 or maybe early 77 sure. Somewhere around when Station Station was released so it was released in 1981. I'm giving it half a point. Okay. There is a video for that, by the way. That's just decent. It's just like, it's kind of a smoky black and white room with a bunch of guys just hanging out, playing together. Yeah. He did exactly the same video for a track of his. <laughs> he did it. He must have done it later because he did it for an EP that came out in 82. He did it for another song on an EP that came out in 82. It's exactly the same video, but a different song.
0: I so love him. the aesthetic. Got it.
1: So uh, I'm giving that a half point. And okay. last, and not least, but actually most, Under Pressure, oh. giant single, yeah. great song. Yeah. We have very, very occasionally given like a second point, like giving double points to singles. Yeah. for They're super iconic. I feel like this one would be a contender, but we got to factor in the fact that half of it is Queen. Totally. You know, like we got it, you know, yep. so I'm, I'm giving that a one-pointer.
0: Yep, sounds perfect.
1: And we're ending things off with two and a half points. Not okay. uh, bad for a year in which nothing happened
0: nothing happened. Boom, boom.
1: Oh, wait. I got to talk about Vanilla Ice a little bit really quick. No. Vanilla Ice. Oh, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. 1990. Oh. Vanilla Ice released Ice Ice Baby. Actually, 1989. Uh, 1990 was the game a Grammy hit. Yeah. Uh, Vanilla Ice did not give any credit to Queen or David Bowie for that baseline. No, he did not. And in fact, he occasionally claimed that he uh, did it himself. <laughs> no, he did occasionally He did. His own. He did. Oh. There's this uh, interview where he's like, oh, no, no, there it goes boom, 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 Mine's like, boom, 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 No, it's not. Like, there's an actual bump. It was, it was,
0: I It's a he sample. It a
1: joke later on, but it was, yeah, he claimed it was different. It's not, everybody. No, It's guys. He sampled it straight from the sun. It went to, I mean, it was settled out of court. It cost him a lot of money.
0: Yeah. Sorry. And, uh, Sorry. and Sorry, now VI. Queen
1: David Bowie do it, do have credit for that Sample on Ice Ice Baby on one of the most iconic bass lines of all time. I don't know how he thought was getting away with that thing, you
0: know. Well, I got to say, of the most
1: iconic basslines of all time.
0: Yeah, I know, but I got to say, like, you know, this is how fast history gets rewritten. Sometimes yeah. I was I was of age when Vanilla Ice released his song, you know, enough that I I was never a fan of pop music or anything like that. But
1: that's not true. But okay, go on. Well, not that's Just rewrite that's a, your own history. What? So we're um, I'm thinking right now, Jake, of the MC Hammer CDs that we okay, owned. Okay, I love tapes, MC Hammer. And then You're right. CDs that we owned,
0: and, right. and that we loved. You're right. I love MC to the Hammer. the so much. Okay, all right, hold on. Please, hold Hammer, up. don't hurt
1: them. No it one wore out.
0: Him. Yep, you got it. I got it. it. wore out. I'm talking like What's New saying, Kids Jake? on the Block, Vanilla Ice. I mean, Hammer was authentic, okay? Was he? Yes, he was from Oakland. Everyone knows that. <laughs> And all of his friends were on his record labor, and he went bankrupt because of that. That's how authentic he was.
1: That's probably basically the little ice of the story. He
0: hired his homies. Just so you know. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Point being... Please,
1: Hammer. Please don't hurt him. Please, Hammer. Don't
0: hurt him. Oh, please, Hammer. No. Hammer, hammer, your raps are so bludgeoning. They'll hurt people. Please don't hurt him.
1: Please, don't hurt him. Uh, Hammer...
0: (laughs) Alright, one, uh, one last
1: thought of this before you. Had- wait, hold on,
0: I wasn't even finished with my point, you
1: oh, jerk. You got another anecdote? You're not done with your anecdote?
0: I wasn't even close to being done with my anecdote. What? <laughs> What's
1: your anecdote? I didn't even <laughs> start with an anecdote.
0: I did, and then you interrupted me. They're <laughs> talking what about I do? MC Hammer, which was great. Don't get me wrong. Any chance oh, Hammer, I have. Please don't hurt him. Please don't. Oh, Hammer. <laughs> Hammer. Hammer, you are too legit to quit, Hammer. <laughs> oh. Um. What was my anecdote? Oh, I was extremely aware of that song as every oh, person yeah, yeah, in America go, okay. was, and I didn't, I didn't I know, that I didn't know that he was sampling anything for like years. Well,
1: you were nine.
0: I know, but that's what I'm saying. Like he could have <laughs> gone, he could have gone on MTV or VH1 or whatever, <laughs> and been like, yeah, you know, or just do that thing where. Do that thing where you don't acknowledge The problem And then, you know The vast the majority of it, the people yeah. vi- Buying your single Wouldn't know anything about it I'm not defending him, Chaz Come on, he's vanilla I mean, his
1: song came out Only eight years after Under Pressure
0: I know, but that's what I'm saying Like, that's how fast Everything had changed Like, the kids didn't know About Under Pressure I didn't know about Under Pressure
1: Again, you were nine I'm not sure, Jake I don't know I don't know I don't know
0: I mean, the adults would right. have been outraged I'm sure, but
1: You might be right
0: Hey I am. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, my last,
1: my last small thing to say. This is your fault for talking about vanilla. And find out out if boy wins or not because I really have no clue. I don't. Uh, I don't think. Is I am in my day job. I'm a media director at a middle school, and I teach classes about research and copyright and. Digital literacy and digital citizenship and all kinds of things. Yeah. And so for my copyright classes, I uh, start them out by playing the music videos for Under Pressure and, and Ice Ice Baby. Yes. And we have a discussion about it. And I make them guess which one they think is the older one. And it's usually, this year they were more right than not right, but usually they think Ice Ice Baby is the earlier one.
0: Yep. That's interesting.
1: <laughs> it is See? interesting. See? It's fun. It's fun.
0: This proves my point, I, I think.
1: Yeah, except that it's been now 30 years, Jake, not eight it's been 30 years since I Ice, Ice Baby came out.
0: Alright. I can't do this with you right now.
1: I just can't.
0: I just won't. I won't.
1: You drive on over here and you know what? I'm going to beat you up.
0: I am going to play America's favorite new podcast game with you, Chaz, even though I'm mad at you right now, called <laughs> Crappy 80s Bob Dylan Album Themes Matrix. Uh. This is the version for Shot of Love, or SOL, if we have pointed out yes, very so well. much. Okay, there's ten songs on Shot of Love. Uh-huh. A quick aside on how annoyed I am, because, and this is the only time I can remember this happening to Dylan, but I know what happens. The original album came out on uh, a vinyl LP with nine songs, and when they re-released okay. it on CD, they just shoved an extra song in there, because why not? Sure, yeah, you know, why just, not? Let's just ruin history, guys.
1: <laughs> History of a really bad
0: album. Yeah, exactly. It's not really bad, but it's 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 not good either. Okay. Um, all, right. all right. All right. So just hold on a second. So I there's ten songs, and we're gonna play the game where you guess how many songs out of the ten have the thing that I'm talking about in them. We okay. did this for Knocked Out Loaded. I think this is. yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, I remember
1: this. I think yeah, this okay. is
0: gonna exist only in the '80s because they're all <laughs> crap. They're all just junk. Uh-huh. Okay. So here we go. How many out of the ten songs, Chaz, do you think? Feature gospel female backup singers.
1: Oh man, it's got to be a lot. I'm gonna go eight.
0: Oh, you should have gone ten out of ten, friend.
1: Ten out of ten. I thought there were probably a couple (laughs) where he slowed things down a little bit, just you know, like was all about him.
0: Now I will say that uh, the singing throughout from the from his cadre of gospel female backup singers, many of whom were his girlfriend at the time, and or wives, yes, who were knows? Girlfriends? Um, it's not nearly as obnoxious as it is. I'll, I'll just say out front that this is a way better album than Knocked Out Loaded. That album is okay. garbage, right. and this album is palatable. <laughs> okay, so, you know, there's a little more nuance I praise it in it's, it's, <laughs> it's palatable.
1: It's palatable.
0: It's palatable. I don't
1: hate it. Let me tell you
0: that. One of the songs is just kind of a duet with him and his girlfriend at the time who was... No, I just can't even remember her name. Doesn't matter. Um, I'm sure it matters to her. It doesn't matter to me right now. <laughs> For the purposes it of this e- game. It
1: might even matter to Bob.
0: <laughs> he may have got them confused. Who knows? Uh, okay. Uh, anyway, that song is like, it's, you know, it's a nice duet. It's not like shrieking all four of them. Like, not all four of them like shrieking in the background at any given opportunity. Uh-huh. <laughs> Alright, how many songs, Chaz, knowing that he is he is moving out of his evangelical phase, but not quite not quite out of it yet, how many of the ten songs are 100% evangelical Christian songs?
1: Ooh, okay. Alright. Well, we know we've got Caribbean, no, Caribbean Wind didn't make it. It did not. Shoot. I'm going to assume there's a couple other in that vein. We're gonna go six.
0: Ooh, that's really close. It's five out of ten. Nice job. Okay, alright, alright, alright.
1: All right. All
0: right, all right. All okay. right. How got, many I'm okay here? How many are hundred percent secular songs? Like just about love or some other world concern.
1: Alright, so five of them are one hundred percent Christian evangelical songs. Yeah. We have five left to choose from here. That's right. Some of them have gotta be because you've used these qualifiers one hundred percent both times. Yep. There's definitely some that are are mixing them up here. No
0: one ever said you weren't smart checkers. You're smart. I'm now. gonna
1: go with two.
0: Ooh, that's close too It's 3 out of 10 Okay,
1: alright hey, You're doing all right. pretty good
0: Okay, right. uh, actually you could probably do the math So the 50-50 songs is going to be 2 out of 10 there are, there are some there are some songs on the fence, shall we say Two of them
1: Yeah, okay, yeah,
0: yeah Okay, how many are vaguely islandy Slash caribony Slash reggae <laughs> Out of 10
1: Oh man, he, he's devil in this I was going to say before, but it's actually after But we've had this discussion before Yep. Uh okay, let me go yeah,
0: but it is actually, four. It's Wait,
1: four. Wait, I was four? gonna say
0: this is before his this is before his uh you know uh Infidels, so
1: Right, Infidels was the one.
0: Yeah. What'd you say, okay, four?
1: Well I'm gonna say four.
0: Alright, it's two. Not too bad. Two, okay. All right, all right. Okay. How I many how many have Ringo Starr on Tom Tom Drums?
1: <laughs> one.
0: <laughs> yes, one. you're right. <laughs> okay. How many have palatable To truly tasty Guitar solos on them
1: <laughs> Um
0: Three Wow you got it You nailed it hey, Oh woo. man you are hot today Alright how many have uh, Very objectively bad lyrics in them Out of ten Like just portions uh, Not the whole songs But just, just portions Like I mentioned Shot of Love um, Has the thing about uh, How he called the doctor And what's the prescription It's a shot of love <laughs> That's bad I,
1: know what you're about. I love that That's great That's good stuff It's really good lyrics That's Nobel Prize winning right there Nobel That's Prize so worthy well,
0: right there They cited that in his In his announcement
1: <laughs> See, he, he won for his entire You know over, It's like Including Bob,
0: love, Bob Dylan has, has
1: a Part of what he won for Bob
0: Dylan has that. a fever And the only prescription <laughs> Is more Nobel
1: Prizes <laughs> Give him a shot Of Nobel Prizes
0: <laughs> Give him shots of
1: love now <laughs> rush it really
0: quickly. I know it did. I don't have a, I don't have a good Swedish accent.
1: No, me neither. Um, how many have objectively terrible lyrics? Yep. Seven out of ten.
0: That's a five. See, it's not that bad.
1: Okay. Okay, right. and
0: then how many Dylan classics are on the album? Zero. There's one.
1: There's a one in there? There's
0: one in there, Chaz, it's called Every Grain of Sand. It's probably his... Oh, I want to be careful here. It's one of... Probably one of the two or three best Christian songs that he ever wrote.
1: Okay.
0: This has been okay. covered many, many times by many, many artists, uh, including like Emmylou Harris, whose version is really, really great. Right. It's kind of a summation and ex- explanation of how he felt redeemed when he found Jesus. Um, and was maybe or maybe not put on the last song on the album to signify the end of his Christian period. Um. <laughs> Because it kind of explains the whole thing. A little
1: self mythologizing
0: there? Yeah, but it's actually like a really beautiful song. And it's really great. It's kind of like a uh, for real hymn. I love that song. nice one. Nice one, Bob. He closes out the album with that, and then he comes back super strong in 1983 with
1: Infidels. 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 All right, lay down some points. All right, right, here's the points, guys.
0: Here's the points, everyone. For the album... This, might,
1: this, this episode might win the, B, the DVD <laughs> award for most tangents.
0: That's because most we,
1: completely off-topic tangents.
0: I think it already did, friend. We're not even done what? yet. What?
1: I'm not even done yet. We're not even there was done. a lot of Batman and Robin something, earlier. You know,
0: that reminds me of something. <laughs>
1: no, it doesn't. You keep going. You keep going
0: right now. You keep going. You stay focused. Um, The the album Shot of Love. I I think... I think I may have undersold it a little bit. I, th- did I did I did I convey that it's not as bad, nearly as bad as knocked out loaded. I think I did that.
1: Yes, you did.
0: Okay, great. So, I'm going to give it a plus 0.5. Okay. Yeah, I mean
1: you called it palatable. Palatable. I call it
0: palatable like and there yep. are Now, if he had put Stinking Caribbean Wind on here, he'd almost have <laughs> he'd almost have a decent battering average. I'd say 30% of this album is nice to listen to. Okay like I like listening to 30. That ain't bad. And, bad. <laughs> and when we're talking 80s uh albums that ain't bad, baby. Uh he did a, his first single off of Shot of Love was you guessed it, Shot of Love. Uh-huh. Um you know, it's one of those things we talk about where you hear it and it it it's like slightly exciting, like oh, this could be something. Um you know, as the song goes on it kind of peters out and then the rest of the album, uh-huh. you know, Sounds kind of the same And you don't like it anymore But I'm gonna give it a plus I'm gonna give it a plus zero Why not A plus zero? Yeah I like to say plus zero Like a a negative zero? Well I'm kind of a glass half full Kind of a guy When it comes (laughs) to Crappy Dylan 80s album Yeah (laughs) Um, Heart of Mine is the second single Oh wait Sorry I gotta go back To Shot of Love the song This is what Dylan This is a Dylan quote About that song He refers to himself In the third person Before we get started To those who care where Bob Dylan is, oh, to those who care where Bob Dylan is at, they should listen to Shot of Love. It's my most perfect song. It defines me where I am spiritually, musically, romantically, and whatever else. It shows where my sympathies lie. It's all there in that one song.
1: (laughs) That is a guy who needs 20 cc's of love.
0: That's a guy who charted at number 33 in the US and number 22 in the UK with his single. Shot of love <laughs> He also called it In 19 uh, Let's see Later in the 80s He 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 remarked That he had a soft spot For this album He played a lot of the songs In concert forever And called it His favorite album Ever In interviews <laughs> Oh sure So he got he's that Shot down. of love Chaz Is what I'm trying to say
1: <laughs> oh, He's not wasted his shot of love
0: uh, He wasted it On his second single Heart of Mine," Which is garbage That's negative one um, it's just truthfully and bad And his tour I'm going to give a plus zero We've had this before Where it's strong in England Weak in the US Strong reviews He did get some praise for his voice Which I feel like is kind of shocking But We're still going to give it a plus zero I think you're going to win on those stupid singles uh, I might end
1: up at Yeah I wasn't sure I, I really have no, might, yeah,
0: no I clue I think I might end up This is like such a nothing year In terms of yes, yeah. I think I'm going to end up with a negative .5 Is that what happened here? Yeah
1: Yeah I guess so <laughs> Why not? It's a lot of zeros there, you know?
0: Yeah, you know, just a lot of But he didn't do very much,
1: what he did was good, you know? That's
0: true, that's true. Yep, I mean, he did do under pressure. That ought to win him the year, just just from that. I
1: guess was going to say, you know, our point system was designed for just such occasions as this, where somebody who did very little but did good stuff was supposed to beat somebody who did a lot of bad stuff.
0: Right, or, or a lot of, stuff. like, mediocre stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know, I wouldn't, I, I'm, I'm not going to put on Shot of Love anytime soon, but I would put on a couple of the songs on it. How's
1: that? Okay, all right, all right, hey. It's not too bad You should make like A massive super mix Of all of these songs That are listenable off Off all his worst albums I think I'm gonna do that That'd be fun
0: Yeah I should do that
1: I wouldn't listen to it But I bet some people would
0: I bet they would Because people argue About the good songs In the 80s Just as much as they argue About good songs Everywhere else So
1: So you make a compilation Of the best of the worst
0: The best of the worst Of the best (laughs) Nailed it That's what it's gonna be called
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I guess someone did actually fit for what you were trying to say. Okay, all right, all right. Right, the best right. of the worst for the best. Okay, what are you okay, talking yeah, about? You. Yeah, 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 yeah. i you, yep. Oh, yeah, yeah, yep. yeah, I'll give it to you, okay. All
0: right. Hey, why don't you tell them what year we're doing
1: next, Chaz? Hey, what year? Um, I think you're ready for Oh, I remember, I remember. We just talked about it right before the show. Yep, we're we We're pushing did. things up to uh,
0: 1999.
1: 1999. With a out-of-nowhere bad album from Bowie and... I think Dylan didn't do very much so He didn't do an like album I can't did do the opposite Of what we just did In this episode though. I can't
0: remember If there was a bootleg series I don't think there was So It could be There could be a lot more tangents In that episode as All well Alright
1: Always he's been on a winning streak Again here He won the last This is his third in a row
0: <laughs> Yeah Great Fun
1: Only because he's the best Jake Just want you to know that It's
0: only because we don't do The 60s anymore But <laughs>
1: We well, we're, yeah, we've been taking a little break from the '60s. Yeah, we, we don't
0: have very many left. It's true, and Dylan's going to win all of them. Yeah,
1: he is. He is. It's clear.
0: All of them.
1: Well, obviously, question here, I'm not. I'm not agreeing with you.
0: Yeah, don't. Because we're out of. We time.
1: still, have a, lot of, we still have a lot of '70s left too, and boys can win almost all of them.
0: So. Yeah, mostly. All
1: right, with that, ladies and gentlemen, we love you. We love you. We love you. It's been ice to <laughs> see you tonight
0: i to and do a podcast I, for you.
1: like you Jake. I'm just going to start the uh, under pressure line right. and you just uh I'll, fa-
0: I'll fade it you out. Cut
1: things when you yeah,
0: fade
1: it out. Okay. Uh, I'm
0: Charlie and I like
1: Bowie. I'm Jake and I love Dylan. <laughs>